This is the Joe and Amber Podcast. It's the Celtics. It's the Heat. It's Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals, and it's right here on ESPN Radio at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Joe and Amber, which is presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson with a much-deserved evening off. So you got your boy riding solo tonight. My name is Joe Fortenball, and this is going to be one hell of a show. Our boy Alan Hahn coming up in about 12 minutes at 7.15 p.m. Eastern as all eyes turn to Massachusetts, where the Boston Celtics will look to make history one step at a time. In a 3-0 hole, they get themselves out, barely, by winning Game 4 in a big way. Game 5 tonight, Game 6 if necessary, Game 7 if necessary. More on that down the road, but we begin with luck. Not Andrew Luck, but luck. Everybody, every company, every team who has ever reached the absolute pinnacle of their profession, their industry, their lifestyle, has had at least a little bit of luck in order to get there. It doesn't mean something magical has come down from the skies. It just means that at some point at the right time, a break went your way. That is what the Boston Celtics are going to need if they're going to climb out of this hole. Think about Jennifer Lawrence for a second. I know, indulge me. When she was, I believe, 14 years old, and you know who she is at this point, star of the Hunger Games, dozens of other movies, 14 years old, she's walking around Union Square in New York City when a talent agent spots her. The rest is history. Four years later, she's in the Hunger Games. Like, that's not going out and pursuing anything. That's not grinding. That just happens to be in the right place at the right time. Does it mean she has no talent? No, not at all. She's extraordinarily talented. But she needed a break to take it to the next level, and that's exactly what she got. For anyone who pays attention to mountaineering, Mount Everest, the window just opened for those who were attempting their summits this year to get to the top, right? There are years where the weather isn't good enough. You are not going to find that window where you can summit the highest peak in the entire world. This year, several did it. Why? Because they had the good fortune of the weather clearing. Philadelphia and the San Francisco 49ers meet in the NFC Championship game. Philly could have won if Brock Purdy got didn't get hurt, but is it a guarantee? Look, every single team that wins, they're good, they're prepared, they're well-coached, they have talent, but they all need a little bit of luck to push it over the top. And that might be what Boston has tonight. Down 3-1 in the series, coming home as an 8.5-point favorite, total of 215 points, no Gabe Vincent for the Miami Heat tonight. Left ankle sprain sustained near the end of game four. He has been ruled out. Is he Jimmy Butler? No. But is he important to what this Miami Heat team has been doing, given that they're dealing with other injuries, most notably to individuals like Tyler Hero? Think of it like this. With Gabe Vincent on the court through four games in this series, the Miami Heat have outscored the Boston Celtics by 34 points. Four games. And if you only take the minutes where Gabe Vincent is on the court, Miami is plus 34. For the entire series, when you count every minute, Miami is plus 22. So through four full entire NBA playoff games, Miami has outscored the Boston Celtics by 22 points, but they're plus 34 with Gabe Vincent on the court. That is somebody who matters. That is an important cog in a team trying to get to the NBA Finals. That could be the break 
the Boston Celtics are looking for as they try to nail game five and send this series back to Miami. Down 3-2 for game six. Vince Carter, one of the all-time best to ever do it, ESPN analyst. He was on with Fitz and Harry earlier. He has a different opinion of the game that's an injury. The Miami Heat are in a, a, a great situation, in my opinion, because guess what? They bring in their starting point guard from the beginning of the season, Cal Lowry. Oh, who also is a champion, who has been in these moments, who understands the dynamic and the importance of this game, and who's, who's, who won't get rattled because of the moment. I mean, it's just, remember, Cal got injured once he was coming back. He said, let, let Gabe have that position. He's playing great. He's doing well. I'll come off the bench. You know, he, he empowered him. He allowed Gabe Benson to go out there and do his thing. Now you have this guy that you can plug and play that is a champion. And I think they're in a good situation. All eyes turn to Kyle Lowry tonight as he will step in for the injured Gabe Vincent. Game five in Boston. Celtics eight and a half point favorites trailing the series three games to one. Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive protects your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, and RV and could save you money. Visit Progressive.com. Speaking of luck, let's try to make some money. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Not the best of endeavors last evening. One and two was the record. Minus 1.25 units overall as a show going back to our inception in January. 128 wins, 118 defeats, one push. Plus 13.05 units. We've got two for you right out of the gate in tonight's showdown between Boston and Miami, ESPN Radio, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Number one, Boston Celtics, Grant Williams over seven and a half points. This is even money. His role has expanded throughout the course of this series. Game one, he didn't play a single minute. Adjustments were made, and his minutes have gone up in every game since, with him reaching just under 30 minutes in game four. In the three games he played, nine points. 12 points, 14 points. We don't need him to score nine. We don't need 12 or 14. We just need eight. Pizza money number one is Grant Williams over seven and a half points at even money. Pizza money number two, we go to the Miami Heat. Caleb Martin over one and a half made three-pointers. He's knocked down at least two three-pointers in every game this series. He's knocked down 12 total through four games in this series. He's averaging six and a half three-point attempts per game this series. We don't even need him to get white hot. Just knock down two of those six and a half that you're averaging, and we are home. First two pizza monies of the evening. Grant Williams over seven and a half points. Caleb Martin over one and a half made three-pointers. The Celtics. They're going to look to get the Eastern Conference Finals back to Miami with a victory tonight. We're going to tell you how they can do it next. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. a big one tonight in Boston. The Celtics laying eight and a half, total of 215 against the Miami Heat. A win tonight would make the series Miami three, Boston two, and would force a game six. Something that would very much interest anyone who's uh, been following all the talk surrounding whether or not this will be the first time in NBA history a team comes back and rallies from an 0-3 series hole. Joe and Amber, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson on some much-deserved vacation time. I'm Joe Fortinball riding solo tonight, so let's try to make you some money. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, here we go. Bet number three from the Miami-Boston showdown. Kevin Love under four and a half rebounds. It doesn't seem like a large threshold for Love to cover. The problem is that he's not playing very much anymore. He's a bit banged up, and when the Celtics were trotting out a two-big-man lineup, he was needed. Miami wanted that size on the court, but Boston got away from that. They're not going with the two-big-man lineup anymore, and thus Kevin Love's role has decreased. First two games in this series, he had 11 total rebounds. Last two games in this series, as his roles decreased... Just six total rebounds. Pizza money number three tonight. Kevin Love under four and a half rebounds. Now they trail three to one with game five on Thursday back in Boston as they win game four. We play good basketball all season long, exception for this last three or four games, but we got to just keep going. It's not my turn. Got to get ready for the next one. All right, let's bring in some help on this one. One of the best-dressed guys at ESPN, in my opinion. He's the host of Barton Hahn on 98.7 ESPN New York. Alan Hahn, kind enough to join us here on Joe and Amber ESPN Radio. Mr. Hahn, it's great to have you. How are you feeling this evening? How you doing, Joe? And from you, that's a compliment because you know best dressed. I mean, you get it. So I greatly appreciate that. Stop. I wasn't just setting myself up for that compliment, but it is very well received. Thank you very (laughs) much. So here we go tonight. No Gabe Vincent tonight for the Miami Heat. With him on the court this postseason, specifically in this series, 
plus 34 point differential for Miami, who overall for this series is just plus 22. How bad is this going to hurt them tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think it's an overreaction. Um, I, the heat, most of that was in the blowout, and most of that, of course, he had a huge game. Um, hit five threes, 29 points. Like, he played played out of his mind. You'll, you'll miss him defensively. You love the, the – you know, he is a very aggressive defender along with many aggressive defenders that the Heat have. I just think this now puts the ball in Jimmy Butler's hands a lot more. You don't want that long term. But in one game, I just got to win one and we can close this series. I'm okay with that. You're going to get a heavy dose of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo on a strong side. Just force them to overload. And you know they're very good at, once you do that and they catch you, swing, swing, open threes. So it's still going to play into their game plan. They miss him, but like I said, I wouldn't overreact one game without him. Now, long term, yeah, because they need him. They don't have much depth at guard. And you're going to ask Kyle Lowry also to play some minutes. But with this group, as tough as they are, I mean, Joe, this is a one game and you're done. I think they're going to get it done. I've, I've taken the eight points. I mean, I'm, I'm picking Miami tonight. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm there as well. Miami this season, 99 total games between the regular season and the playoffs. 64 of those have been decided by eight or fewer points. That's number one in the NBA. Nobody plays close games like the Miami Heat. Now, if you're Boston, you're probably trying to avoid the Jimmy Butler nuclear app option. Go back a few years, the NBA Finals, Warriors-Raptors. Kevin Durant gets hurt. Klay Thompson gets hurt. It's really just Steph Curry and nobody else. Nick Nurse deploys the box and one, where basically the entire defense was focused on Curry and said, if we're going down, someone else is going to have to beat us. Do you think Missoula and the Celtics could try something like that with Butler, throw everything at him and say, if we're going to lose this series, it's going to be because somebody else steps up and beats us? Okay, I mean, again, that would be an amateur move, but it wouldn't be surprising <laughs> coming from Joe Missoula. I'll tell you what, though. You know, you do that, remember something that Bam Adebayo said after game four when he was pretty much a no-show. He did not, barely got some shots up, really didn't touch the ball. And this happens with Bam. I mean, he just will have a game or two where you're just like, dude, where are you? You know, and and he said, like, I can't do this. I got to be more aggressive. I got to make sure I'm getting shots. It's in his head. And the last time that happened was in the Knicks series, and then the rest of that series he went double-double and he was a dominant force. So I imagine you're going to have that to deal with as well. So if you go ahead and want to say, well, we're just going to take Jimmy Butler out of the game, that means you're leaving Bam and the middle of the paint open. He's not easy to guard. Yes, they have bigs, but I imagine some of these bigs are going to be helping out when it comes to stopping Jimmy Butler. So, you know, that's a – it's two-headed monster that you got to deal with with this team. And then what you also have to rely on is that the guy, a team that has made a boatload of threes in this playoffs, they didn't in game four. It just happens with every team. Just one night you don't shoot it well. But you also are anticipating or expecting, well, they're not going to make their threes also. That's a lot of things you're hoping doesn't happen if you're pouring all your effort into stopping Jimmy Butler. Yeah, very well said. Alan Hahn, host of Barton Hahn on 98.7 ESPN in New York, joining Joe and Amber here on ESPN Radio. Winner of this series is going to be taking on Nikola Jokic, two-time MVP in the Denver Nuggets. It feels like every Nuggets win 
was spun into what happened to the Lakers. Nuggets win game one. Well, can the Lakers steal one on the road? Nuggets win game two. Well, the Lakers will come home. They'll win game three. Lakers lose game three. Well, can LeBron rally the first ever 3-0 deficit, right? Like a lot of our focus is on the Lakers and because it's LeBron, but they're gone now. So we turn our attention to Jokic and the Nuggets. Is there a point where we could look back on this team in a few years and say, man, we really got it wrong. That team was absolutely dominant, (laughs) but we were ducking them at every turn. It's so funny you say that because we're also doing that in this series with Miami. Right. (laughs) Whereas the Celtics have looked terrible. I mean, Joe, you saw they looked terrible in the beginning of this series. We were calling them soft. They even against the Sixers were like trying to give away the series, right? And everything is the minute they win one game, Greeny's trying to convince all of us on Get Up the other morning. Like, I think they can be the first team to come back from a 3 0 deficit. Like, wait a minute. My, look, have you watched Miami? They are a tough team. But, anyways, yeah, I mean, I look at Denver, and unfortunately, it's one of those things that there are just teams. See, the NFL doesn't have to deal with this, but the NBA does. There are some NBA teams that we treat like the NHL. We know they're there, but we don't really pay attention to it, right? Like, we, like we understand that, you know, you have to acknowledge them, but, you know, we only do it because we have to. Then you're forced to, and that's what a team like Denver is doing right now. The, the Nuggets are forcing us to pay attention, and that series against the Lakers was that's them forcing us to pay attention to them because they were playing a, a marquee team with a marquee player. And that's when you real, you know, and so many people that came into the party are like, wow, that guy Jokic is good. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> he was a two-time MVP. Like, how are you surprised by this? You know, so there's that, you know, Jamal Murray, though, I believe was also part of this because as much as we all know who he is, he had a big showing in the bubble a couple of years ago. How many people really paid attention to the bubble, paid attention to all that? Us basketball lifers, we did. Like, we paid attention. But him having the injury and disappearing. So this was sort of also an arrival for Jamal Murray. So we are now having to pay attention to them and realizing just how damn good of a team they are. And i got to be honest with you, Joe, and I don't think this is a hot take. I don't care who the hell's coming out of the East. Nobody's beating that team. You can take the Nuggets if you want to do it in six. That's the safe number. But I'm telling you, that team's not losing to no matter who comes out of the East. They're that good. Extremely well said. Alan Hahn, he's the host of Barton Hahn on 98.7 ESPN in New York. You catch him on Get Up with Greeny as well. Joining us here on Joe and Amber ESPN Radio. Alan, thanks so much for the time, man. Have a great weekend. I appreciate it. My man, always good to talk to you. Take care. Fantastic. If you could age like him, you would take it immediately. Looks fantastic. Dresses fantastic. Outstanding analysis as well. And if we had more time, we would have gotten into the pucks because I know he knows his hockey about as well as anyone else. We will have pizza money bets coming up later in the show on the Vegas Golden Knights Dallas Stars showdown. I am shocked, absolutely shocked by the point spread they have put out there, by the puck line, money line that they have put out there for that matchup tonight, given what we have seen so far. Amber Wilson, she's on some much-deserved time off. I'm Joe Fortenball. And we 
are seeing a couple eight seeds in South Florida going on runs that nobody expected. But are the Heat and Panthers what we like to call teams of destiny? I'm going to tell you next. Joe and Amber, right here on ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So keep this in mind tonight. If you're thinking about betting the showdown, Game 5 between the Celtics and the Heat, Boston an 8.5 point favorite. In 99 games played this season, playoffs plus regular season, the Miami Heat, have kept it within eight, whether it's them winning or them trailing, 64 times. 64 of their 99 games have been played within eight points. That is most in the NBA. Translation, they don't necessarily get blown out. So keep that in mind if you're thinking about laying the eight and a half with Boston or taking the eight and a half with Miami. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson out this evening. My name is Joe Fortinball riding solo tonight, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive commercial insurance can protect your small business with over 30 coverage options, an easy-to-use mobile app, personalized discounts, and more. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Discounts and coverage selections not available in all states or situations. Teams of Destiny. You've seen them. You've heard about them. You've experienced it. There's no real way to define the team of destiny. There's not a set of nine criteria that say, if you check all these boxes, you are a team of destiny. But we've seen this time and time again in the playoffs, that one team from down in the bracket, maybe it's a five seed, a seven seed, a wild card team, whatever it may be, that gets hot at the right time, tears through the playoffs, and is that one team everyone says, you don't want to play them. You want to play anyone but insert team here. Because right now, that's the Florida Panthers. That's an eight seed in the Stanley Cup playoffs who's taken out Boston and who has cruised to the Stanley Cup final. Similarly, look at the Miami Heat, an eight seed in the NBA. For perspective, we have had 76 NBA championships. 
65 of those champions were either a one seed or a two seed. 86% of all NBA champions were either a one seed or a two seed. We had nine three seeds, one four seed, and one six seed. That was the Houston Rockets with Clyde Drexler, excuse me, and Akeem Olajuwon taking out the Orlando Magic when they had Shaquille O'Neal. You don't see this often in the NBA. So it got us thinking, with the Panthers on a run, with the Heat on a run, we want to give you our teams of destiny of the last century. So the last 23 years, who are the five top teams of destiny? And then you guys can weigh in. Triple eight, say ESPN. Tell us if we're wrong. Tell us who we need to add. The teams of destiny, which brings us to a little segment we haven't done for a while called The List. This is The List. You know what? You just made The List. The List with Joe and Amber. Number five. Number five, teams of destiny since the year 2000, the 2014 San Francisco Giants. Some might argue it was the 2010 Giants, which is how the World Series dynasty started. But that team won the NL West and had the second most wins in the National League behind Philadelphia. The 2014 Giants, however, is where the phrase even year expletive That's where that started. Can't say it on air, but you know what I'm talking about if you've ever heard of that Giants run. 2014, they had won in 2010, 2012, but they finished six games back of the Dodgers in the West in 2014. They were tied for the fewest wins of any team to make the playoffs that season. They grabbed one of two wild card spots alongside the Pittsburgh Pirates. They beat the Pirates 8-0 in the wild card round behind a gem from Madison Bumgarner. They beat Bryce Harper's Nationals 3-1 in the Divisional Series, in which Game 2 was a 2-1 victory in the 18th inning, courtesy of a Brandon Belt home run. You beat the Cardinals 4-1 in the NLCS, and then you go seven games with the Kansas City Royals. And in Game 7, Madison Bumgarner comes out of the bullpen in the fifth inning. He pitches all the way to the end. Five innings, two hits, no runs, four strikeouts, zero walks. Team of Destiny number five. For Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio, the 2014 San Francisco Giants. Number four. Number four. We go to college football. The year is 2006. The Boise State Broncos. They had won at least 11 games in three of the previous four seasons, but were a title game afterthought because they didn't come from a power conference. They were relegated to the Humanitarian Bowl, the Fort Worth Bowl, the Liberty Bowl, you name it just so long as you don't name a major bowl game. And then Chris Peterson takes over as head coach in 2006, and everything changes. Behind quarterback Jared Zabransky, Boise State goes 12-0, and they win the whack, yep, the whack, for the fifth straight year. Three opponents got close to him that season. Wyoming and Hawaii lost by seven. San Jose State lost by three. But in the end, the 12-0 record got them an invite to the Fiesta Bowl for a shot at Oklahoma. Oklahoma had won at least 12 games in four of the previous six years, not to mention a national championship. A hook and ladder, a Statue of Liberty, an overtime, and 43 points later, Boise State stuns the Adrian Peterson-led Sooners 43-42 in one of the greatest college football games of all time. Team of Destiny number four, the Boise State Broncos. Number three. You knew they were coming. It was just a matter of when. It's the 2004 Boston Red Sox. 86 years since the Red Sox had last won a World Series in the year of our Lord, 1918. 
a 98-win season, earned the Sox the third-best record in baseball. The problem is that the Yanks won 101 games that year, so Boston would enter the playoffs as a wild card. They made quick work of the Angels in the ALDS, winning three games to none, before immediately finding themselves in an 0-3 hole against the Bombers. Then Game 4 happened, trailing 4-3 in the ninth, Mariano Rivera on the mound, pinch runner Dave Roberts checks in at first base, immediately steals second, and alters the series forever. Bill Miller steps in, RBI single, forces extra innings, David Ortiz, home run in the 12th, boom, three games to one. Game five, it's Ortiz again with a home run in the eighth inning and a game-winning RBI in the 15th inning. Game six, four words, Kurt Schilling, bloody sock. Game seven, Derek Lowe, one hit, Johnny Damon, two home runs, one of which was a grand slam in the second inning. Sox win 10-3. At this point, everyone on earth knew that the team coming out of the NL stood no chance. They didn't even win a single game. You sweep St. Louis 4 to nothing From the eighth inning of Game 5 of the ALCS through the end of the season, 60 innings, the Red Sox never trailed at any point. Team of destiny number three, the Boston Red Sox. Number two. All right, we're getting to the nitty-gritty here. Team of Destiny number two, the 2011-2012 Los Angeles Kings. Get a load of these guys. They sneak into the playoffs as the eighth and final seed with a win in the 82nd game of the season. It literally came down to the buzzer just for them to get in. And once they're in, they go on a run for the ages. They get matched up in the opening round with Vancouver, the one seed. They beat them four games to one. Next round, Two seeds, St. Louis Blues. They beat them four games to none, a sweep. You go to the conference finals, three seed Phoenix is waiting for you. You beat them four games to one. And then you get six seed New Jersey in the Stanley Cup final, who you hammer four games to two. They finished the playoffs 16-4, and four, having gone 10-1 and one on the road. When the postseason started, they were 20-1 to one to win the Cup, which was the 12th best odds of the 16 teams at the start of the playoffs. And they ended with one of the all-time great postseason runs. Team of Destiny number two, the Los Angeles Kings. Number one. This one kills me as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but you got to pay respect where respect is due. It's the 2007 New York football Giants. Head coach Tom Coughlin on the hot seat after an 8-8 eight eight season in which Big Blue missed the playoffs. At this point in his New York Giants tenure, Coughlin was 25-23 and 23 with zero playoff wins in three seasons on the job. 10-6 and six in the regular season that year was good enough for second in the NFC East behind the Dallas Cowboys and the fifth of sixth seeds in the playoffs. In Week 17, they lose at home to an undefeated New England Patriots squad, 38-35, in the toughest game the Pats played all year. It also served as a juicy piece of foreshadowing. Wild card round. Giants go to Tampa and beat the Buccaneers 24-14. Divisional round. Giants go to Dallas and beat Tony Romo's one-seed Cowboys 21-17. NFC Championship game. Giants go to Lambeau Field and beat Brett Favre's number two-seed Packers 23-20. And then in the Super Bowl. Big Blue goes to Arizona as a 14-point dog and upsets New England 17-14, giving us rise to the famous meme 19 and doe as the Giants take out the Patriots and prevent Tom Brady's place in history. Ladies and gentlemen, our top five teams of destiny for this century since the year 2000. Number one, the 2007 New York Giants. Number two, the 2011-2012 Los Angeles Kings. 
Number three, the 2004 Boston Red Sox. Number four, the 2006 Boise State Broncos. Number five, the 2014 San Francisco Giants. Phone lines are open. Triple eight, say ESPN. Triple eight, say ESPN. Teams of Destiny, that one team from the bottom of the bracket that heats up at just the right time that nobody wants to play. Who am I missing? Who do you agree with? Who should we add? Triple eight, say ESPN. Tune in tonight for Game 5 of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals as the Celtics host the Heat. Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You guys are up next. Phone lines are open. Triple H say ESPN. Your thoughts on the teams of destiny. Your thoughts on tonight's Game 5 showdown between the Celtics and the Heat. Everything's on the table. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Phone lines are open. The numbers triple eight say ESPN. Last segment, we talked about our top five teams of destiny of the last, well, shall we say this century, since 2000. The team no one wants to play once you get to the postseason. It's not a number one seed or a two seed. It's a team that comes out of left field. Think the 2007 New York Giants. Five seed that goes all the way to the Super Bowl and takes out the Patriots. That was our number one. Who's your number one? Triple eight, say ESPN. Before we get to your calls, let's try to make a little more money. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, double banger to close out the night. We're going to go to the hockey showdown in the Western Conference Finals. It's the Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars. Two bets here. We're going to play Vegas to win it at minus 110. We're also going to play Vegas to win it on the puck line, which means they need to win by two or more goals. That's plus 213. I don't know why this game is priced this way. This series is 3-0 Vegas. And anyone who watched... Game three in Dallas saw the Stars completely crap all over themselves. They got blown out in that game. Their fans were throwing seltzers on the ice. Seltzers. Those are for the pool, not a hockey playoff game. Dallas fans, how do you expect the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl? That's the behavior when you're at the games. And then Jamie Benn, the team captain, gets suspended for two games for a dirty cross-check hit late in the showdown. So your captain's suspended and you're going against the Vegas team that this postseason is 5-1 on the road and plus 11 in goal differential. No brainer for me, which could potentially be trouble, but we'll deal with that the next time we have a show. Final two pizza monies of the night. Vegas minus 110 over the Dallas Stars. Vegas puck line, which means we need to win by two or more goals, plus 213. All right. You're up. Triple eight, say ESPN. Triple eight, say ESPN. James, I'm going to bring you in here. I don't have any of the names or or numbers or locations of where anyone's calling from. You tee them up. We'll bring them onto the show. Teams of destiny. We want to hear them. What do you got? All right, uh, Matt in North Carolina. 
Matt, Matt in the great state of North Carolina, welcome to Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Thank you for taking some time to give us a call. Floor is yours, my man. What do you got? All right, thank you for having me. Uh, I got to push the 2010 Green Bay Packers. 10-6 and six in the regular season, had to win their last two, I think, just to get in, and then ran the table, uh, beating Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers' that- only Super Bowl. Was that the year that the Bears were the one seed and they sat yes. everyone in the last week of the season against the Packers, allowing the Packers to win, get into the playoffs, and then beat them at Soldier in the NFC Championship game? That's the one. I think it was a oh. 10-3 regular season finale, <laughs> but enough to get in. Oh, my God. An all-timer in Bears history. Thank you so much for the phone call. Absolutely one that deserves to be on the list. Teams of destiny. They're not one seeds. They're not two seeds. They're the teams that get into the playoffs and they get hot at the right time. Our number one was the 2007 New York Giants. Our number two was the 2011-2012 Los Angeles Kings. Had to win the 82nd and final game of the season to get in as an eight seed and then beat a one seed, a two seed, and a three seed before going to the Stanley Cup final and housing the New Jersey Devils. Devin in Minnesota. Devin, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks for calling Joe and Amber. What do you got? Well, hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. I wanted to bring it back to, I think it was the 2005 Steelers season. They came yeah. in as a wild card team, and that was Big Ben's first run. There was some magical moments along that, along that stretch with Jerome Bettis and beating Peyton Manning in Indianapolis and then making it all the way as a wild card team with those crazy plays of Heinz Ward, Antoine Randall, Randall L winning the Super Bowl. That's, that's my team of destiny right there. That Colts game, hang on for a second. That Colts game in the playoffs, if memory serves me, Bettis fumbled on the goal line. The Colts were going to run it back for a touchdown, and Big Ben had a game-saving tackle that eventually sealed the deal for them. Isn't that correct? You got it. I, it's probably one of my favorite plays of his, and he ended up being a tackle. But yeah. Huge play. Huge play. Great phone call. Absolutely. That team fits the criteria. The teams that just need to get in. And once they get in, they're hot. We're talking about it because look at the Florida Panthers. They were an eight seed, an eight seed in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They come in, they, they go down three games to one against the Boston Bruins, a team that had racked up more points than any team in NHL history during the regular season. They're down three games to one. They come back to win the series. They go to the next round. They knock off the Toronto Maple Leafs, and then they sweep the Carolina Hurricanes. And last night, they did it with five seconds left. If you didn't see that highlight, go back. Tie game. Less than five seconds to go, game-winning goal. There was nothing Carolina could do in that series to get by Florida. A true team of destiny. If they get matched up with my beloved Vegas Golden Knights, as I'm located here in Vegas in the next round, fireworks. The Miami Heat are doing the same thing. Same thing. There's never been an eight seed that's won an NBA title. We've had one six seed. It was the Rockets over Shaquille O'Neal's Magic back in the 90s. Of the 76 NBA titles, 65 have been by a one seed or a two seed. That's how special this run that the Miami Heat are putting together truly is. Teams of Destiny, back to the phones. James in Texas. James, appreciate the phone call. Welcome to Joe and Amber. Floor is yours. Fire away. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my Team of Destiny is the 2013 Baltimore Ravens and uh, Ray Lewis's retirement season. Uh, that team got hot at the right time and... Uh, when they took out Peyton Manning and the Broncos in the second round, uh, there was no stopping them. I lost a lot of money on that game. That was the game where the safety for the Broncos let the wide receiver get behind them. What was it J- Jacoby Jones? Am I am I right with that? Yes. 
Yes, that, that game went to overtime. They ended up blowing it. I think John Fox was the coach of the Broncos. He had Manning as his quarterback, and he had like 45 seconds on the clock around his own 30-yard line. I think it was the end of the first half or right before OT, and rather than try to push the ball down the field, he kneeled it out. Unbelievable. But that team with the Ravens, you mentioned Ray Lewis. That was the famous deer antler spray controversy. Joe Flacco, at the beginning of the season, was offered a contract extension, He says no. He plays the season out. He goes on one of the greatest quarterback runs in postseason history, and that's a fact. Go look up his stats. He didn't throw a single interception. He was incredible that postseason. Wins a Super Bowl, cashes in huge. Great team of destiny. Rusty in Texas. Welcome to Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio, Rusty. Who do you have? Hey, Joe, I've got the 2011 St. Louis Cardinals, and they broke my heart. Okay, so I've been a lifelong Texas Rangers fan. 1972, they moved from Washington to Arlington. When I was three years old, my dad took me to my first Rangers baseball game, going to games ever since then. So they're one pitch away twice in game six. The St. Louis Cardinals get in the playoffs on the last day of the season as a wild card. They catch fire in the playoffs, and they win in game seven, and it just eh, – I mean – it was a great team. It was a great run. But that truly was a team of destiny. No doubt. Fantastic phone call. David Freeze, the name nobody in Texas wants to hear with what he did in that series, which was an incredible, incredible series. This has been the Joe and Amber podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on your smart speaker. Joe and Amber, the podcast.